0: Welcome to episode 10 of Tim Talk, the podcast about the DC anime universe co-created by Bruce Tim. I'm Chris Lord. I'm Cameron Dexter. And we have a special guest once again today. Johnny, why don't you introduce yourself?
1: So glad to be back. My name is Johnny Brilliantis. And I don't know why I say my name with a deep little bit of something there. But yeah, my name is Johnny Brilliantis. And uh, I used to run a show called No Show Podcast. If anything, check that out. Uh, We did 100 episodes. We're taking a hiatus I highly recommend looking that up and then my new show, which I could talk about at the end.
0: Okay, cool. Is it, is it bad that I always thought your name was pronounced Briantes? Like I thought the L's were silent.
1: You're saying the name properly.
0: I am. Yes, you are. Oh, okay. Cause you just said it with the L's and I'm like, oh, I feel like an asshole. I've been pronouncing it wrong this entire time. You, you have been pronouncing it correctly every time you've met me. Oh, yes. Oh, that makes me so happy.
2: No. Never even tried to pronounce his last name. How dare you, Cameron? It's all good. Honestly, I didn't it's know he last good.
1: name. And much like, uh, much like the uh, the liberal that I am, I'm just gonna tell you, it's all good, baby. all <laughs> good. Yeah, Johnny Call is one of those want, uh,
0: one name people, right? Like Madonna yeah. or Cher. It's like, <laughs> it's like Johnny, be good. Right? Yeah, exactly. It's about him that song. Oh yeah. lord. Yeah, but I, you know, Johnny, it doesn't surprise me that you put a, like a little bit of a twinge in your voice because today we're talking. Beware the Grey Ghost, the Mm. episode that brought back the original 1960s Batman, Adam Adam West West, to the TV show. And we want to do an episode dedicated to just this episode because... It's huge. It's It's damn fun. Yeah. Too. Like I It's good to see it's good to see Bruce be a nerd. That's, yeah. He he gets to just be like totally nerdy about the whole not thing. Not just
2: Bruce, but we see the animated form of Bruce Tim in this episode.
0: Oh yes. yeah, there's that. There's yeah, that. That, that is also a lot of fun. Yeah. In the nineties version.
2: Of course. Yeah. Because I've since seen him seen Tim.
1: I've seen him not I want to say around work, but around where he does work. Sure. And uh
2: I also stalk him. It's nice to, the years. to meet another stalker.
1: Uh, well, I'm not a stalker. You just, you know, I now work yeah. in that area. Yeah. That uh, when I do see him, he just he. I don't want to say he sounds. He seems like an old man, but he just seems like a hardened.
0: Well, not just you know. Okay. I don't. I don't want to approach him anymore. <laughs> okay, this is interesting. So, because uh, I know you you met him at Comic Con, right? Briefly, yeah, yeah. Cause you you had just watched The Killing Joke.
2: Yeah, I was at the premiere for. Killing I just Joke. caught
0: that too. I haven't watched it yet, but yeah, yeah. You, you, so you were there and you met him, right? Yeah, yeah. Very, very briefly. It was more and of a, like, hey,
2: what's up with that first part? <laughs> no, no, I was, I was uh, one of the few that enjoyed it. Because no, the was first also, part. Yeah, I, well, I mean, I, I was, uh, you know, that that period after you watch a movie, and I can mm-hmm. call like the the movie high where I don't ever make decisions the during that time. Just, yeah. Because uh-huh. I'm, I'm, like, I'm always in the, like, oh, this is great. I'm not going to compare it to anything. I'm just enjoying the moment. Mm-hmm. So I was definitely in that moment when I ran into him and the writer, whose name yeah. I don't remember, who oh, just yeah. gotten a kerfuffle
0: with oh, yeah, a couple of the fans. Adding, you know? That's right. yeah. And you didn't know about that, right? You had left before the, the fans got in an argument with him, and he, he called them out on it.
2: Yeah, so I'll, I'll go into it really quick. Basically, what happened was they were doing a QA and a after the movie, One of the fans approached the writer, asking, "Why don't you know how to write women?" Uh, And he basically responded, "Why are you such a bitch?" And then left the stage.
0: (laughs) That's not
2: Uh, good. Yeah, it was great. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I missed all of that, but ran into them outside of their hotel, chatted for a minute. They were both very uh, little had had a
0: bit of a cold shoulder. That's understandable towards the world. Yeah. (sighs) Johnny, you say you've seen him around. Actually, I
1: saw I saw him I saw him uh, just in public near where he works, which is not far from where I work. Okay, and I knew I could tell it was him because I'd i I'd, I'd went up to a booth while he was doing commissions at I think uh, a Kamikaze or mm-hmm. one of the last cons I went to, and the guy is in charge, I believe of. Of uh Warner Animation
0: right now? I think he is, yeah. Or whatever it
1: is he's in charge
0: of, he just seems like a busy and tired man. I'm you know, I'm sure he is. You think about it, he's been doing this for decades 25 yeah. plus years yeah, we just
2: talked dc yeah since yeah. this since, since this since, since yeah because
0: I, I i met him again briefly once at comic-con like he was over near artist alley and he was just like had a table by himself no was there I just walked up and like oh hey like you know thank you for making the best version of batman he's like oh, no thanks and yeah i mean he just wasn't in the mood to talk also i don't blame him because he probably had to deal with just really crazy annoying fans all the time and he's probably like why am i at this booth at comic-con i just want to be working or probably just want to be on a beach somewhere right so yeah yeah, i i'm I'm not totally surprised that of all of our encounters with him he maybe was a little like meh but can you blame the guy i
1: i I honestly believe that any any creative who works seems to work as hard as that man does oh yeah he would be is super exhausted i mean even when he does bits on conan and he created the flaming sea
0: oh that's right yeah he did that and god
1: that poor man is so
0: tired yeah i just look at him (laughs) and i'm like that poor tired man i know um but you know we we do love him though because of of all the great gifts he's given us
1: yes yeah Yeah,
0: because sometimes you really just need some really good batman and luckily today we have really good batman which is making up for the last few episodes which have Mm -hmm. not been really good batman you know yeah so, uh, getting into it, where the great goes, in tradition, traditional fashion of the episode, Cameron, what happens in the episode? What mm.
2: happens in this episode? Uh, so, we get a, an amazing intro, which is a, a wonderful callback to, um, how do you pronounce it, the Fleischer Superman? Fleischer, yeah. Yeah, oh, I got it right. Yeah, um, well done. The, the 1940 Superman series that if you haven't watched, I highly recommend. Um, it kind of created the the shape of what superhero cartoons still are today and so this intro is very reminiscent of that including the narrator kind of the gray ghost yeah in a very overdramatic way explaining the plot of the episode we i guess we start off with an episode inside an episode we see kid bruce and not dead thomas Wayne uh watching an episode <laughs> not yet dead
0: thomas wayne
1: <laughs> i just i just want to i just want to do a little <laughs> bit of a tangent here a little bit of a personal tangent here um you'll notice in this scenario uh one not not you know martha's not here you know yada yada, yada. martha but he's li- martha why'd you say that name why'd you say that name uh he's he's sharing something with his father he's like and the dad's like one more and then we're going to bed bruce yada yada but he's sharing something with his father, which you don't really get to see a lot of. You, you don't, never do. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you might not ever see eh, a lot of their relationship. I mean, maybe so far in the series, but in, in most lore, you don't get to see what their relationship was. Outside of, I mean, Batman Begins and saving him from the well and monsters are scary because they're scared, more scared of you, blah, 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 blah. But this is something that rings very, very true with me. Mm-hmm. Uh, and more the reason why I love batman because part of why i identify him with him so much and i think that a lot of america identifies with uh him and masculinity and blah 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 blah. but sharing something with your father is very very important and i'm really glad that uh this is
2: articulated well mm-hmm. yeah uh so we were seeing the intro to the gray ghost episode that bruce is watching and it mirrors what's happening We we keep jumping from the episode to present batman time yeah
0: we're 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 cross-cutting so when we see the the plastics building blow up in the tv show we cut we see gotham plastics blow up in real life and Mm kind of does that for a little bit
2: Mm -hmm. uh and then it jumps to this ransom note and uh batman also gets hold of this ransom note and he's like oh we gotta talk about gray Ghost. or we gotta we gotta this is a gray ghost episode and i want to talk about for a second how bad of a fan bruce is because you don't mean by bad you don't fall asleep during your favorite show I mean, all right, all right. when you're a child, you do. Uh, no. Yeah. Not when there's no other way of watching it.
0: I, I, I don't well, know. okay.
2: I'm, I'm just going to say that right now when
1: you're talking about like the high of watching a show or you're still in mm-hmm. the... the I, Especially a new episode. And, and broadcast, it's not the same as it, was, as it is now, but in the high of a show. Right now, I'm currently in the high of an amazing show or amazing episode of a show. And it's Black Mirror, and it's amazing, and I highly, highly recommend
0: it. Nope. oh, we, we've talked about Black Mirror on the show actually. It's
1: okay. funny, but <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm currently in the high of that show, and uh, I've since fallen asleep to a rewatch of it. But it's a rewatch; it's not.
2: Yeah. So this is, but he's never seen this episode before. Whatever. I'm not going to go. Okay. I get you're saying that. I, I think it's
0: easier for us to get that at one point, and we all remember this point in time. If you wanted to watch something, you had to watch it when it aired. At that time. At, I mean... Yeah, at that time, like, maybe... Don't you could, point at me like maybe, I don't know what you're <laughs> <anything>. talking about. <laughs> I'm an old man. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like... Or, you know, maybe you would set, like, the VHS recorder to record and just, like, hope that it, you would set the time right and they didn't, like, skew... At, oh, I was a fucking the master of VHS. Yeah. yeah. But I do I do know what you mean about that. Yeah. that he, he should have stayed awake if he were a true fan of the show. Right.
2: Uh, so Bruce doing his detective work goes to basically a blockbuster... But it's kind of just some guy's collection. Well, it's, it's I think, a film archivist. Okay, that makes more sense. Yeah. I just saw it as, like, he just went to this guy's house who owned everything. Um, Hey, how
1: you doing?
2: Well, he, uh, if you guys remember Teen Titans, he reminded me, so I'm pretty sure they pulled that character. character. Or the character. The the character model for Control Freak, the guy who worked Uh, at a blockbuster and became, like.
0: Vaguely recall control freak. He but was awesome. He's one of my I, favorites. I did love in looking up trivia for this episode. The video clerk is based on Paul Dini.
2: Oh, that's hilarious. Yeah, early 90s. Seeing all the other characters. Yeah, is. it was a
0: very deliberate decision on their part. But yeah, uh Yeah, he said the video archivist and no gray ghost.
2: Right. It's the only show burned in a fire. Yeah, the studio was burned in a fire because it's Batman, everything goes up in flames. Oh, and yeah, we're going to
0: talk about that later, too.
2: Um, and so the studio went up in flames. They destroyed all of the original footage. There's no copies of it anywhere. Oh!
0: <laughs> yeah, you guys yeah. might hear hints of a, a a comedy sketch meeting going on in the back room. So, clearly, there's some yeah, good shit being made. We're fine. So, um,
2: while this scene is happening, I was I thought this guy was the villain. because yes, uh, as while I. Yeah, while uh, Bruce is talking to him, Alfred is, like, cleaning
0: yeah, he's just—he's disturbed by the level of dust and the poor maintenance of the cleanliness of right. the shop. First of all, Alfred,
1: don't judge you jerk.
0: Well, it is kind of his job. I mean, that's what really his to job is to clean other people's shit. Well, people to judge them for not being clean. I mean, he maintains that entire mansion and Batcave. That is a lot. He of installed work. escalators. That's true. He did install his own escalator. Yeah. I, I absolutely agree with you, though, because they kind of set up the, the video clerk, the Paul Dini character. You assume he's going to be the red herring because mm-hmm. he's kind of like, oh, my God, I'm so I obsessed I have all this, with this stuff, and I know exactly, yeah. Yeah, they set him up as this kind of obsessive-ish and character. And I own everything except the thing you're looking for. I can't yeah. show it to you. And he's almost a little suspicious about it. And Bruce acts suspicious like, oh, why is this the one thing that he doesn't want to talk about? And then we never see the character again. It never comes back again, yeah. But, hey, you know, a, a temporary but effective red herring. Yes. Uh, so then we're off to the Actors Guild.
2: This is actually kind of funny because he looks up binders and he has yes! binders and headshots. Yes, yeah, yeah. The IMDB wasn't a thing. The, back book, then. The, the book form of IMDB is a, a great
0: thing. Yeah, I, it was one of those fun moments. Realize, like, oh, yeah, like this, this was, was in the 90s. It was in the 90s. Like, yeah. that's if you wanted information, you would go and look up things in books. Mm-hmm. Uh, books? So we find the actor Simon Trent. Thank you.
2: Uh, mm-hmm. Voiced by the great Adam, Adam West. West. Yes. Um, and as we learn about him the scene transitions to uh, adam west's uh, apartment where he is his landlord is banging on the door trying to get him to pay rent he has no money he's living in his like collection vault of yeah, all the Grey Ghost he things. Has
0: all, yeah, he's kind of living in this, this run-dental apartment surrounded by just tons and tons of memorabilia.
1: Just as a little uh, backup on Adam West in this scenario is that uh, much after the Batman 66 series, he he was like this. He was exactly like this. Oh, yeah. and this is why it's perfect, because he would go to car shows, he would, go, he would do wrestling bits with uh, Jerry the King Lawler uh, about... Uh, Batman fighting the king and all this kind of stuff so he this this was very much him so for for him to be cast as this is uh it's clearly spot on yeah well
2: but, I hope it wasn't that depressing but because yeah he's this this version of Adam West is living a very very dark lifestyle
0: yeah it's um, it's pretty grim like he uh he gets a call from his agent and didn't didn't get a part. Yeah, he's been... They
1: still see me as a... Yeah, yeah similar
0: I, to Adam West. He's still very typecast. Yeah. Did you guys re- uh, look... Who do you think voiced Frankie? The Who did it sound like to you? The the Oh, angels? I didn't even pay oh, attention to that know. one. It? it sounded a lot like Mark Hamill. I'm like, is that is him? Is that just him doing a little bit of bit part? Because we've seen him do that a couple times before. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's actually Ephraim Zimbalist Jr., the voice of Alfred. Oh, that's amazing. Really but it, it, I don't know if this is true or not. This is pure speculation on my part. It sounds like he was trying to do a bit of a Mark Hamill-ish kind of impression but mm-hmm. i this moment like oh, "Is that mark hamill it mm-hmm. wasn't so mm-hmm. moving on <laughs> uh
2: so he doesn't get the part he throws a tantrum and it, it kind of hurt me inside to watch the scene where he breaks all of the toys and collectibles that yeah. man
0: is spry for his age like <laughs> he, he picks up a fully loaded bookcase and smashes it on the floor yeah i was
1: like oh it, in, a, in a feat of pure desperation that poor man just has that super
2: strength
0: yeah, yeah. like he, uh He's still got it going on for someone his age. Yeah. So we learn
2: uh, the next scene, he's at a comic store uh, trying to sell his shit. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And we we learn he's been doing this for months. This is how he's been getting all his money, just selling all the
1: stuff. The guy's like, can this stuff? I can't take very much of this.
2: Yeah. And the collector or the the comic book owner, the store owner, is like, he's obviously a fan of the Grey Ghost because he keeps accepting this, but like Mm -hmm. no one is buying the stuff. And so he's like wary of taking more of it.
0: I did love it too because uh, in that scene when we're establishing that it's like a like a, a toy store with kind of yesteryear sort of collectibles, we see uh, what was it? A creature from the Black Lagoon and a Robbie the Robot. Oh, I didn't even pay attention to what else was in Wait, there. You, Cameron, you do know who Robbie the Robot is, right? Okay, okay. So, <laughs> Johnny, you know, right? Uh Bailey. Okay, Forbidden Planet had an appearance Forbidden oh, the original, Forbidden Planet. Yeah, original yeah, yeah. Lost in Space TV show. Very, like, distinctive look. He's got, like, kind of, like, a semi-pointed dome, like... Yeah, I, I can see like, him okay. now. I can see him now. Yeah, just falling on. No, no, I, I, I'm good at ears. imagining
2: what you're talking. I have an idea of exactly what creature you're talking about. Sort of like danger, danger kind of looking guy. Yeah I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll sketch it out at the end of the episode and
0: see if I'm right. Okay, yeah, we'll, we'll have a. It's like a dome. A little with ske- a, we'll a sketch challenge on this purely audio medium. it <laughs> no, got- be great. We'll, we'll, we'll post it later. I've got some. Uh, oh yeah, Instagram that shit. So,
2: um, so he sells all his stuff. He gets uh, back to his apartment. It's empty. He falls asleep, and he wakes back up. The window's open, and all of his stuff has been returned by some anonymous caregiver. Who
1: could have purchased who could it be? that much yeah. amount of
0: things? Yeah, um, a friend. The note is from a friend. Yeah, so there's the a shit. note
2: as well saying, "Gray goes, come
0: meet me at this place. Yeah. But, I would be freaked out. I don't know about you guys. If I woke up and- no. Everything I destroyed is now in fully- Yeah. Oh, that's a good point, actually. Yeah, because it's all on the shelves that he broke. Mm-hmm. So did- Someone came in and repaired it. Alfred. Alfred. Clearly, Alfred. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) All purpose handy, man. Alfred Pennyworth. Yep. (laughs) That man is silent as the grave, even when doing construction work. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Credit to him. He is a multi talented man. Mm.
2: Yeah. (laughs) What happens next, Cameron? So we we jump to Batman meeting uh, Adam West. Adam West, for some reason, just runs. Because I thought at this point... Leave me in time, alone!
0: Yeah, well, I mean... Yeah, I,
2: I mean... I thought at this point in time, like, the police and the citizens understood, like, Batman
0: is on their side. Batman's yeah. a thing. Okay, I, I agree with you, but t- in defense of poor Mr. Simon Trent here, he did have some random guy break into his house and give him all of his shit back, leave a weird note, tells him to meet him at art school at, what, like, 8 o'clock at night, like, I don't know, 11 o'clock, something like that, at, at an like, art 8 school. 8 o'clock's not that weird. Yeah, it, I, that's true,
1: yeah. I just heard this thing today where, um crazy thing is that the uh trainees i guess of the um the Manson family would break into people's homes and rearrange the furniture. Now, if you think about that that's that's to a certain degree what we're dealing with here. This guy comes home and all of this shit is here. Yeah. Can you imagine if how psychologically terrifying it must be to i know i have my recliner over there but but some for some reason it's like five inches off why is it five inches off if anybody's had their car stolen or repossessed or anything like that there's a moment where you in your brain go i know i left this here yeah why is this not where i left it yeah and that's psychologically something fucked up for a guy to go i just sold all this fucking crap Mm -hmm. yeah why the fuck is it here? Yeah. So well, and now I got a note.
0: It all already appears. He has to go meet some random person who who broke into his house in some dark, like foggy alleyway late and at that, night. And on top of that, too, he's probably not living in
1: the best of neighborhoods either.
0: Right. Absolutely true. And so and out of the shadows, I I think that if you're true. if you're a little on edge and you're off somewhere and you're waiting for someone to show up, and all of a sudden, fucking Batman shows up. All right. I'll I'll cut yeah, him some slack. I'm I'm gonna defend poor Simon Trent here. <laughs> But yes, it is maybe a little silly for him to run. I feel like the Mm -hmm. the scared reaction is probably reasonable, but to run, probably the best. And with Batman just kind of popping back out, yeah, Yeah. the old man isn't running. Yeah, he like, yeah, he kind of like hobbles down the street, like turns a corner, and then of course Batman's Batman's right there. there. Why? Why are you following me, bro? Really? Uh, Like, what are you doing? So as they're
2: talking, another building blows up. Two buildings blow up right next to each other. Yeah. What happens after that?
0: Um, let's see. Uh, I have the apartment. Batman's there. Oh, okay. Oh, so... they go back to the apartment. And... Right. But yeah, I he, he I, still I runs away. I understood
1: away. what the great ghost stood for.
0: Yeah, he still. Now I'm really fucking disappointed. Yeah. I think he still runs off and goes back to his place. And once again, Batman's just like, dude, this is your second attempt to get away from me. I'm, I'm still here. I'm still Batman. You Help me out. know how this goes. Yeah. Yeah. And so just he opens
2: The secret compartment and it's Take all video. of the original footage of yeah. the great ghost. Yeah.
0: The original reels.
1: And I was really hoping... I, oh. I'm i sorry. But one of my favorite things to do in this episode is to pause... That's at exactly the, what I was going to bring up. ...at that moment of all the different titles. Oh, I didn't even do that. Were there some good ones in there? I, I haven't, you know... I'm a bad podcast guest. I did not watch the episode. But one of my favorite things is to do is to... Is to re- see the different titles.
2: Mm-hmm. What um, I was hoping, because a lot of them were related to the episodes we already watched. Like there was one called oh, the Claw.
0: Yeah. There was one called um, like Jokes on You or yeah, something well, like that. Well, so because uh, so the the Mad Bomber episode of the Great Ghost, which all this hinges on, mm-hmm. is episode 18 of the Great Ghost, and this is episode 18 of yeah the show. So yeah, so were some of the other titles like. Uh, Plays they on were, existing.
2: Uh, just, just a, a couple. But what I was hoping, I even went back. I was hoping they related more to the Adam West series. Oh, and I was very disappointed they weren't. They weren't. No, no. They were just kind
0: of random. Oh, okay. I was hoping random they were... generic titles. Okay, I was hoping like there'd be I don't know, like Heart of Lice or something like that. And Heart of Lice. Yeah. Yeah. There's the like... Dandruff Killer.
2: Yeah. <laughs> um, and so, uh, Batman and Gray Ghost or Batman and. Uh, Adam West have this kind of heartbreaking Moment where he's like I'm not The Grey Goat like I'm not the person You think that you imagine me I'm not The person you put on that pedestal I'm just An actor yeah You know he's he is just an Actor he's not this this crime Fighter so then we (laughs) jump to The Batcave I like how Batman's like He's like I'm I'm just an actor And, and And Bruce
1: A fully quote unquote sane man Is going I thought I knew what the Graco stood for, but apparently I'm fucking wrong. He didn't say it like that, but he's like, apparently I'm wrong. Like, seriously, you're a man who has to punch clowns and a bunch of other shit, but you don't think for a second that the concept of an actor is, or, or laying this guilt trip on an actor who's probably not down to, like, deduct and do detective work and shit. Yeah. Granted, he's probably your best lead, Bruce. However
2: laying the guilt trip on a man who's just like
1: please just leave me as an old man
2: alone. Well, I mean uh, on on flip, flip, the, looking at the other side of that coin, um this is the only aspect of his childhood that he has pleasant moments of. He doesn't want yeah. yeah. Like like he has this this vision similar I, mean, I had some notes about this similar to how we view this show before we did the podcast everything was perfect every episode was amazing Uh that's how he views gray ghosts like he did no wrong he could do no wrong the actor that plays him you know these people i mean i'm sure we all thought kevin conroy was this super like this figure of power and importance at some point i
0: mean he still is yeah yeah just throwing it out there um for me at least so, but I, yeah, I do see what you mean. Like, it, this is like one of the Bruce's few happy memories. We see a lot of like direct references to that, mm-hmm. and it, the whole show, the whole episode, does kind of play this idea of like a little bit of you know never meet your heroes, yeah, sort of thing on some level. And yeah, I, I yeah, you can kind of understand why like the little kid Bruce, that little spark of like happiness that from his childhood gets reignited by like running into one of his heroes, and mm-hmm. especially the guy who inspired him to become Batman to then find that person in his idealized mind is nothing like. The inspiration that he yeah. thought he was. Oh. It actually reminds me of a lot of the intro to Incredibles. Yeah, actually, that's a good point. Yeah. Oh. Fuck, I need to go watch that again. It's great. Ah, oh, I love that movie uh, so much. Best superhero
1: movie ever. I have to say that uh, yesterday it was on in the break room, and um, maybe I went I went to a water cooler, and I was thinking that literally, uh. a just, <laughs> I'm getting a water, and I used like that <laughs> that I'm thirsty, water I'm thirsty. Thir- I'm um, thirsty. and I did
2: that thing. Drink. Yeah. And I did it exactly like that. I'm like I'm just like Samuel Jackson right now. Yeah. Uh, So yeah. we jump Getting back to the episode We yes. jump back to the um The Batcave And just as You know I feel like I've watched The episodes Bat Alfred has forward. made Popcorn And Yeah uh, Al, or, uh, Bruce is like sitting, He's sitting in On this the living floor yeah. cross, Just like watching
0: I, I was kind of hoping We'd get back And it was gonna be That exact same scene With him beating the popcorn Cross legs on the floor But he was still dressed As Batman Like oh, I, yeah. I was kind of hoping In his Batman suit. In the full Batman suit just you know, he's such away. a
1: he's such a like a a, a super fan that I imagine he has his own cosplay version of the Gray Ghost. He's wearing
0: oh,
2: that's it. definitely in the
1: in and the costume like, shell.
0: Oh, it absolutely yeah yeah, yeah. It was
1: in It's in his uh, in his shrine.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, 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 to your point, though, it, it was kind of fun to see that Bruce is capable of nostalgia. I mean, obviously he's a guy that lives in the past. His whole life mm-hmm. is dedicated to you know the the memory of his parents. But that's always kind of a, a negative association. This is like the first times where he really just kind of lets himself. Be happy for a little bit,
2: right? And, and we we see that because we don't see Bruce watching the show when he turns the episode on. It's we see Kid Bruce again. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. yeah like gets close to his eyes and kind of does like this cool like camera rotate to, thing, and yeah. we see him as a kid. What, it's, it's a
2: nice moment. It's a really nice moment. Yeah. What does
1: concern me though is that he's watching it by himself, and he's not like pull up a chair, Alfred, because there could be a scenario in which psychologically he's like, "This was a moment between me and my father, Alfred. You're not my father." <laughs> But, like, to a certain degree, like, he's not, like, I mean, me personally as a nerd, one of my favorite, favorite things is to share whatever makes me so happy or whatever has that moment for me. Uh, and and Alfred knows his ins and his outs and everything about the core of Bruce. He
2: raised him as a child. Come here, Alfred. Watch this with me. Versus- I'm, I'm sure he was standing back there watching.
0: Yeah. But remember, Alfred, well, according to the episode, Alfred does not watch television.
2: Oh, that's true. He prefers
0: yeah. to just watch the fire burn.
2: I thought so. I thought that was supposed to be like he just likes
0: reading by the fireplace. Oh, maybe that's implication. He just is something about like I just I like my flames or something. I I thought he I, I think
2: he says I'd enjoy my fireplace.
0: Oh, okay. I guess we can assume that meant he likes reading books, but maybe he really just likes watching yeah. things burn. Is is Alfred an arsonist? Nah.
1: Are we sure? I mean, hey. listen to the Dark Knight. Listen, what's the Dark Knight? Some men just want to watch the World burn? Hang on though.
0: We we've talked about this a Size lot, and we'll talk about it again today gotham is a highly combustible city maybe alfred is the only
2: contractor in the entire
0: city yeah i mean we've seen that he can do some serious construction work on the quick completely silently maybe that's his that's what he does to just like get through the day as he goes around burns things down and then when no one's looking rebuilds them
2: that's what he does while Batman's out on the night, you know, out at night. Yeah.
0: So he's just behind
2: him rebuilding oh, everything. The Pennyworth construction. Yeah. Is... What
0: What if Alfred has years of resentment against Bruce and he's actually like, he's the one placing all these explosives and everything just because one, he likes explosions, the two, maybe he's actually trying to kill Bruce.
2: Well, there was, there was a theory that I read a while ago that, that's similar to that mm-hmm. where all of the villains are just actors hired by Alfred to, oh, fulfill, I've heard of this. Yeah. to fulfill the Batman mentality yeah Oh, my God. Where, like, Bruce just wants to be the hero so badly that he, you know, he's the one that's yeah. creating the villains. So Aww. so he
0: has something Alfred's to fight against. such a good guy. Yeah. Um, yeah. I hope he gets paid a lot. I'm sure he must get paid quite a bit. I mean, he's got to keep some serious secrets. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so uh, Bruce watches the tapes. He discovers that the bombs are delivered via tiny remote control cars. Mm-hmm. His
2: His reaction to that is exactly the the feeling i had watching i've got batman in my basement mm-hmm. because it's like i think he's like he sees the cars oh, driving yeah. that he goes are you kidding me yeah it's like what really and that was exactly how i felt and yeah. i think that was you know a fun little parallel of like it's not as like intricate and
0: advanced as we always remember it to be no
2: sometimes it's sometimes little, it's just a little toy car driving a
0: silly yeah yeah so uh so he now knows that's what we have to worry about he knows the library is the next target so mm-hmm. he calls up the commission it's like, what's up, buddy? Why yep. don't you uh, roll on down to the library? I'll be there. We'll find ourselves some remote-controlled cars. Yep. Catch a weirdo. So uh, they head down there, and we see a bunch of the cars heading towards. Yeah, there's, the there's a lot of, really,
2: I really like the camera movement of yeah. that scene, because it makes the cars look normal. So they look like Batmobile size.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it gets right down low by them, and they're zipping around. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then um, there's three of them, instead of just one. Yeah and uh so at the moment just three just at the moment oh oh yeah so the moment is three so uh a sniper shoots the first one big explosion mm-hmm. uh the next one gets through it is heading straight for the library it is feet from the door and guys what stops that remote control car batman with the flamethrower batman Bat- with a fucking flamethrower uh my immediate thought was did they ever make that as an action figure and i Bat forgot to look it up thrower. so i'm going to look it up right now um oh my god yeah amazing moment
2: yeah right yeah, so last episode we saw Batman with a, a Trent gun. This episode we see him with the flamethrower. He's uh he's kinda running out of of things on his utility belt, apparently. He will never run out of that's a Mary Poppins bag. Right. So they, they they go and chase the third car while you're while you're searching for that. Oh. I'm gonna continue the episode. Please mm-hmm. do. Um while they're searching or er, uh they follow the third car and Batman stops it and just like without any hesitation goes up and opens it realizing there's no explosives inside. And it turns around. There's like three more cars chasing him. And instead of using his grappling hook, he oh, just yeah. uh, just kind of just waits to die. And out of nowhere, a rope falls. And da 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 da. Gray Ghost is standing on the roof. You gotta have that dramatic
1: entrance. You can't just this. I mean, I don't say this is the thing that bothers me about nerd culture. Blah, blah, blah. It's you got to have the no,
2: no, you got You got to have the suspense and you got to have the resolve exactly. and you got to have the great introduction. And, you know, uh, we joke about it a lot on this on this show oh, yeah. about yeah. how yeah. he he doesn't usually use his
0: in, in moments of easy escape. He finds himself in unbelievable peril. Yeah. I
1: mean, on top of that, too, he probably didn't pack his his uh, grappling hook because he had to carry
2: a fucking flamethrower. Right. That's, that's I have to make bad.
1: room on my belt for the flamethrower, so I don't think I'll need this.
2: Someone's birthday. Yeah, I really? know. Well, hang on. Let's
0: listen. We'll find out who. Oh, Jen. It's oh, Hey, oh. happy birthday, Jen. Happy birthday, Jen. Uh, Our improv one coach. Delightful one. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Okay. All right. So okay. moving along, Happy Birthday, um, everything. Yeah. Oh, uh, quick sidebar: I have yet to find a Batman animated series Batman flamethrower action figure. It makes me very sad. I, I basically yeah. would have taken my Ripley action figure and just put Batman. Yeah. Give it to on. Batman. Yeah. Sorry, we were talking about an episode. What was happening, Cameron? And I wasn't really paying attention. Uh, oh, in its easy Greg, escape yeah, Gregos throws down the rope. Batman yeah. climbs up. Gregos is there. So, oh yeah, he's and, uh, so Simon's there in his full Gregos yeah. costume. Yeah. I would really love a bit where he's like, "This just doesn't fit as well as it did." Hey, but. He wouldn't be saying that because Adam West claims he can still fit into his original batsuit, and if I'm you see him, sure he, he can. And he's st- he's still thin; he mm-hmm. still looks pretty good. Uh, uh, Burt Ward definitely cannot, right? Uh, so <laughs> sorry, Batman, sorry, uh, he's like, I got to go solve
2: this mystery, and kind of leaves Greg Ghost there for a second. He turns around, he's like, Do you want to be my sidekick? Yeah. And you know, not
0: in those words, but yeah. we got, we have a, a non-child sidekick. We have a non-child sidekick, um, and it's again, it's fun because. They, they handle that scene well where it's not overly obvious, but there's a hint of a little bit of that kid Bruce coming through even as he's dressed as Batman. Oh, yeah. Mm. In my mind, the
2: scene that happened was, you know, when they do the scene transition, I saw them doing, like, the uh, super friends close-up on them, slapping hands, and then, like, the action yeah. lines, and then the da na 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 Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's what was happening in my head while watching that scene.
0: That's so totally understandable. Uh, yeah, so then they, uh, they head down to the Batmobile, Mm-hmm. Simon, understandably impressed. It's the Batmobile. Yeah. Uh, but then they they hear the sounds of their remote control cars mm-hmm. heading towards them. The yeah. fastest fucking cars. Those things are serious. Yeah. They're keeping
2: up with the Batmobile. Yeah. And you know, they're they're trying to escape the cars. And in Batman V Superman fashion, just no, oh. no care for collateral damage. Yeah,
0: tons of it. Because Batman tells Gregos deploy the like hit the green switch, which he does, deploys an oil slick, and so mm-hmm. the car is just scatter off with these what, these you know what, bombs moving at 40 miles an hour just yeah fly off one, the road i and think one blows ex- up a building one blows up a parked car in front of a, a theater a hotel, yeah yeah just uh, and, like we get like this big kind of aero wide shot and they're just like boom 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 as mm-hmm. the, the street blows up because um wait is it is it here or is it later? Oh, it's later that there's tons of those cars.
2: Oh, yeah. It's and, next, we, and, yeah. and
0: we also learn their origin, which makes you wonder how there's, there's so many. Um, mm-hmm. but okay, yeah. So they... Oh, yeah.
2: We we learned that the car... Or no, next... That's,
0: yeah. So we... Yeah, because the, yeah. they still have the one car, the one decoy car. Yeah. So they and, go um, to
2: the cave. Yep. Uh, and we learned that the cave is actually modeled after Grey Ghost's lair.
0: Yeah, his chamber or something. Yeah.
2: Oh. Um, And we go into the Batman pulls like a little string and yeah. we see that he's just this huge gray ghost nerd. He has all the collectibles. Yeah. Just, he has a fucking like, shrine. Yeah. And yeah. it's, Which,
0: it, it's cool. It's fun to see him have that, that kind of nerddom, mm-hmm. have that excitement. Um, my one question, now it's so
2: common for nerds yeah. to have these like yeah. extensive.
0: And yeah, uh, you know, back then it may be, I, I mean, obviously people still did it, you know, uh, in the nineties, I'm sure there were tons of like Star Trek rooms and Star Wars mm-hmm. rooms mm-hmm. and stuff. But my question was, why is that in the Batcave
1: and not a part of the Wayne Manor? Yeah, because I I think the funniest thing is is that the Batcave might be just again literally a cave of everything that he keeps closeted, to keep secret. I think it'd be really interesting. Bruce Wayne is coming home from a from a a, a date or a ball or something, and he has this really um, fancy lady with him, and uh, you know. They're postcoitus. She's poking around the, uh, the Wayne Manor. Oh, I'm glad and, you said Wayne Manor. There, continue. <laughs> and then she, uh, and then she just opens uh, a closet and sees a bunch of nerd shit. And she's like, "Oh, I just had sex with this insane nerd."
0: Okay, yeah, but she also just had sex with a gorgeous playboy billionaire. I'm
2: sure, she can let it go.
0: Yeah, I think yeah. I think you can forgive a little bit of nerddom. Uh, I certainly would. Yeah. Um. Okay. But yeah, so he keeps <clears throat> all this stuff in in the cave weird enough but he uh, he scans the fingerprints in the car discovers mm-hmm. it's simon trance yeah it's like well yeah like this was mine i sold it to <gasps> oh my um, god but,
2: i want to talk about how in less than a 15 second scene batman goes from you're my hero you can do no wrong to you fucking did it it's all your fault well, it's, it's why are you, you doing for this
0: him? it's very personal you know he, he he got his hero his hero is literally in his the cave with him must be a deeply emotional moment and then all of a sudden he's like oh, wait you're the you're the villain yeah so. But Why like, do
1: all signs point to you, sir? Well yeah. like
2: no hesitation at all. He's like yeah. goes from your this finger fingerprints, this is this case closed, you're you did it. Yeah. Uh and yeah, so we then we learn, yeah. Uh we then learn that uh it's uh the collector, the the comic book collector. Yeah, it's Bruce Tim. Yes, who is the, the animated form of Bruce Tim, also voiced by Bruce Tim. Uh they get to uh his comic store mm. and a great little monologue which resonated way Ooh, too closely with yeah. me. Ooh. Uh I basically would say if um, this probably works for all three of us if we yeah. could be a Batman villain this is our Batman villain I'm I think I'm already that Batman villain I yeah.
0: mean my whole apartment's just filled with Legos so yeah, yeah I mean you've seen my apartment it's yeah it's, 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 yeah, it's all toys and I, stuff I don't know I, it, I
1: here's a good here's a good tangent what kind of bat villain would you be I I don't know I I I'd say I'm more I th- think I'd say more along the lines of uh Victor Freeze. Uh, but in all honesty, it'd be like a, a half breed between Victor Freeze and, uh, someone who's not a Bat-Villain, but in the Nolan-verse, um, Cobb from Inception.
0: Mm. Uh, who's the, whatever you think is the lamest Batman villain, if I'm being honest with myself. The Batman. Condiment King. Probably, I, I don't know if I'm even cool enough the for the Polka Condiment guy. King. So, um, I'd, I'd probably just be some, like, random henchman who gets caught. I'm not that cool. I'm just aware. We're either the Gilligan
1: or the Skipper from yeah, the Yeah, i mean, be one of those episode. guys.
0: So. Uh, I don't know what I'd be. Have you guys done Baby Doll episode yet? No, no. that's coming up. in, a, in uh, I'm not sure when, actually. Look at the
1: henchman. Look at the henchman. Yeah, I do
0: I do remember that. Um, yeah, so. Uh, yeah. yeah, great monologue.
2: Monologue. Uh, toys can do anything. Toys are my life. Toys can be bombs. And then he sets off probably like a dozen toy bombs in his. Well, he,
0: yeah, he just unleashes a horde of. Uh, yeah, I think about a dozen of yeah. these little remote control cars.
2: And in very classic Batman animated series fashion. Batman knocks something over, sets the control panel on fire, and then like it sparks the control panel. Yeah, it and just... then the whole building goes up in flames.
0: Yeah, in very similar fashion. Even um, even toy stores in Gotham are rigged to blow. Yeah, so Alfred, Alfred God damn it, Alfred. Um, uh, yeah, so but they, they they've captured Bruce Tim, fanatic Bruce Tim. Mm-hmm. He and the Gray Ghost together, partners.
2: Yeah. And then, in very 1940s superhero fashion, there's the spinning newspaper yes. that comes great, in. Yes, great little detail. Know. Yeah, yeah. Um, which honestly I didn't know came from that. It Came from the the flat the Flesher Fleischer. Fleischer? Did it
0: come from that? Yeah. Was it not a normal thing
2: of? No, that was that was originated in the Superman oh, series. Oh no shit! Wow. Yeah.
0: that's a huge trope. That's crazy. Yeah, that's hilarious. Uh,
2: so then we go to kind of like shortly after the, these events, Adam West is this like kind of star of gotham now he's kind of come back from the dead he's given the acting
0: guild all of the tapes yeah Um, and it's now available to purchase on vhs actually
1: it looks like blu-ray if you look at the cases
0: yeah weirdly enough it had like a blue stripe at the top it did look like blu-ray so Uh, yeah he's at like a like a signing event and bruce is there mm -hmm. uh and then giz
2: says the as he's leaving he says the same thing to adam west as he did as batman kind of telling him
0: like hey you know who I am. Yeah, like I, yeah, I was as a kid. I watched it with my father. Like it was an inspiration for me, and, and Simon Trent's like he was my hero, and yeah, he still is. Uh, um, so it, still in that is. moment, did, was Bruce like deliberately trying to tell him, "Hey, I'm Batman." I think so. Yeah, kind of weird. That's uh, a lot of tr- a lot of trust, trust to put in some yeah, yeah. some random old guy with financial issues. Uh, did you guys catch though? So there's a, a big. Uh, I was I was just about to bring it up. Um, yeah. like yeah, the the big People magazine. Mm-hmm. Did you? Yeah, so he's on it. Did you c- catch what the very top of it says? No just, I I didn't see I, I, I know who the person was it. it was Matt Hagen Yeah The man of a thousand faces Also Play face, Clayface Who is the next villain We're gonna have Yeah uh, We're man gonna be talking of a about million, so. The man of a million faces So it was um, It was Yeah it was It was a really fun episode Mm-hmm. I mean, there's really not that much talk about, obviously, the big like point of trivia on the whole thing is that it's Adam West and he was coming back for this. But I, the one question that I had through this whole thing was this is a very meta episode, right? Oh, so yeah. So it has one of the writers as like an obsessive videographer guy. It has the mm-hmm. the creator and the strongest creative force behind it as the villain who's an obsessive fan, who has all these toys, has this maniacal thing. We have Bruce's obsession, kind of blind obsession on some level with mm-hmm. this character and all his fandom. Do you think these were all just kind of meta jokes, or do you think this was the writers the whole show was trying to make a bit of a statement about fandom and meeting your heroes and that whole experience? I don't know what you guys think about that I think
1: that that's I think that's a grander version of what's happening here um I think this is a well thought out version of that. I think at a certain point this is an examination primarily of meeting your heroes that to me that this thing explores is what did the gray ghost mean to Batman? What does Batman mean to us mm-hmm what do you think, Kim?
2: Uh, yeah, I'd I'd agree with that point. Um, I mean, obviously, I don't know what nerd culture was like back in the '90s, especially for. I
1: think it was still back then a pretty
2: pariah kind of a thing, or little. Yeah,
0: it, it was. It was still pretty small. I mean, obviously, Comic Con was going on, but it was nowhere near what it is right, right, right. today. Yeah.
2: Uh, I know, like, the, the rivalry be- between, like, Marvel and DC was a little more of, like, an actual thing. Well, I think
1: it was also a little bit lenient because, I mean, I think in third grade and sort of, like, the time when I was a kid and I was discovering uh, comic books and the death of Superman, yada, yada, there was actually a Marvel and DC crossover.
2: There yeah, was, it was, yeah. yeah, there, yeah, was, yeah. Uh, there were a couple because mm-hmm. Stan Lee
0: had his... Um, Stanley, re- Stanley reimagined DC characters' origins. He mm-hmm. had a run on that, and then yeah, I think there was actual crossovers, like the, the yeah, real the, characters yeah, kind of in came in together.
2: The late '90s, there was the series about uh, like the like the Ultimate Championship and who was the Ultimate Fighter, where you had Captain America fighting yeah. Batman, you had Hulk fighting Superman. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was basically Justice League versus
0: Avengers, who would win? Mm-hmm. Was it the uh, the Ultimate Showdown of Ultimate Destiny?
2: It was not the Ultimate Showdown of Ultimate Destiny. I
0: forgot about that video. I know. I never really want to go rewatch it. Mm-hmm. It just popped in my head
2: uh that video uh, yeah but yeah that this was a great episode yeah like you said it was very meta talking about kind of it was it for, especially for us talking about the show 20 years later yeah it 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 was like you know a third layer of this of just what we're doing now
0: yeah i, I, I mean, actually hadn't even thought about that but you're you're very right like this is an episode that's kind of talking about the very thing that we're doing like we have a fucking podcast about it like if podcasts exist back in the day and bruce didn't have enough on his plate mm-hmm. i could totally see him doing a great ghost podcast yeah, yeah. Uh, but what i'm trying to figure out is
2: uh i just want to talk about this briefly uh what was it like for the nerds at the time to see adam West or to hear adam west come back because for me at least yeah he's i hear him everywhere now because he, right. he's definitely had his resurgence with
0: Fairly Odd Parents family being God. Catman, yeah, Family, family Guy was guy a being huge the huge one, yeah. Like he, he kind of, you're right. He, I'd say in the last uh, b- r- roughly 10 years, he kind of had a resurgence in popularity. I think Family Guy was a huge part of that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's a good point. Like I, I mean, I know Johnny, you were saying that you, you kind of did a little more research on the the '60s show for this mm-hmm. than we did. Like, did he? I mean, he kind of disappeared from public consciousness for a while afterwards, right? I mean, it,
1: it's much like Simon Trent. The calls stopped coming in.
0: Yeah, and you, and, and you know, and now, I mean, only now do we even have the original tv show on on blu-ray on yeah. blu-ray i mean that was yeah. only what, which is two years ago
1: an amazing mm-hmm. set i highly
0: yeah. recommend yeah i show. have it I've, I've watched a few of the episodes like yeah. it's it's a great set and we always the movie like you and i've talked about this we've seen the movie countless times not right. the show so much but mm-hmm. yeah that's a good point that that must have been a, a pretty big deal for him to, mm-hmm. to come back and one thing i liked is that at no point does it feel forced that it's adam west doing the voice right. like he he actually plays it real hmm like he does, like I think we're still used to him now playing things campy on Family Guy. We figured, oh, he actually like played it real, back in the day, right? And this, and he's really good in it. Uh,
2: and it's funny because we we talk about his, this was his like comeback moment. Yeah, this, we we had the exact same conversation about Mark Hamill. Yeah, like uh, this show was great about finding those those characters and giving them life again.
0: Yeah. It, I, it is kind of fun going back and watching this now, and you can start finding what are now huge cultural touchstones just kind of in their infancy. Yeah, the Adam West re-emerging, Mark Hamill re-emerging, just the show <laughs> itself, Harley Quinn, all this other stuff.
1: We live in a wonderful age. It's Granted, early in the week, it's a scary age, mm. but we live in a marvelous age where we can share our love of things, and I think that's the best way to combat the scary times that we have in front of us.
0: Yeah, but, I mean, we're basically out of time here. Any other quick... Uh, ideas or anything talked about or should we uh, move on to batplug which you were here for before where on the spot I'm going to have you plug something you've been watching or reading or whatever recently mm-hmm. go
1: um i mentioned this a little bit earlier in the thing uh, i i'm curious on what cuz it seems like you've seen it
2: i hate black mirror
1: okay did you watch the episode that i
2: the episode 4 no i just started it
1: episode f- the san Junipero
2: uh yeah, I d- I just started episode four. What's up? You? Uh, I was just I I'd, I'd watched the the last two and I was so tired. I could be very tired. Although I will say, uh, don't finish it. Watch the other
1: ones and then watch this one last.
2: Yeah, we'll see. You just so so your plug is uh is Black
1: Mirror. My black no Black Mirror is not my plug because Black Mirror <laughs> is uh, again Black Mirror because I can understand why anyone would feel the way that you do, but San Junipero. Is uh an episode that I really can't get out of my head because it it deeply is a story that I mean to tell. And if I were half a talented writer, as Charlie Brooker, this is a gr- great storytelling. uh As as I as a as a man who is loved before, uh this is a very very important mm-hmm. episode.
2: It's it's season three, episode four of Black Mirror. Is it four or five? Mm-hmm. I think it's four. four. Yeah, yeah. Uh,
0: Chris,
2: do you have off. something to plug? Uh,
0: I do actually. I. I since we recorded the last episode, I actually really haven't been watching as much TV, uh, or at least not, like, catching up on old stuff, but I did start listening to Vault A113, which is our friend Matt Acevedo's podcast, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. which is basically, like, he's, like, fried from Futurama, and he gets trapped in the Disney vault and wakes up, I, I, like, a thousand years in the future or something like that, and it's him uh re-watching the old movies and talking about them while also discovering yeah every
2: what, disney movie in order yeah
0: in order with a crazy world he's into i have to make Cameron i haven't watched or watched listen to the episode you are in because mm-hmm. you are in one of them uh that's the next one on my list but it's it's a, a lot of fun matt is like just the sweetest coolest guy we're trying to get him on here at some point
1: mm-hmm. i miss that man so much. I miss yeah. all of you guys yeah.
0: <laughs> since my new job. But yeah, yeah, Matt just like the nicest person on the planet. So uh, and really, really talented. and funny. So yeah, go check out Vault A One One Three.
1: If you could, inca- if you can encapsulate joy into a human being, <laughs> I
0: think it Matt. Yeah, story. I feel like Matt is the human equivalent of Disney. Yeah, but what about you, human Cameron? Equivalent of the best part of Disney. Uh, yeah.
2: Let's see. Do I have something to put? Uh, I just started. I'm you know I'm like seven years late to this bandwagon, but I just bought the first uh 10 graphic novels of invincible
0: oh i have heard that's great yeah how is it so far i'm
2: loving it yeah uh i i weirdly remember when the first issue came out was when i got my first surge of comics and i was going to the comic store every week at that point mm-hmm. and seeing it on shelves and for some reason my dc oriented brain was like this isn't dc this must be bad yeah and now i'm like
0: Oh, okay. I don't know what I was thinking back then. Because it's a uh, Robert Kirkman, right? Mm-hmm. Who is now mostly known for The Walking Dead. Yeah, but I've heard that's really, really good. Yeah, it kind
2: of gave Image their resurgence. Yeah, and they're uh, huge now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, everyone, go read Invincible if you know you haven't yet, because it's been out for
0: ten years. Yeah, right. <laughs> I haven't either, so it's fine. Yeah. We'll And get watch there.
2: and watch San
1: Junipero, and
0: there you go. And. Vault A one one three. So there you go. Those are all of our uh, our bad plugs. I think that basically wraps it up. So uh, Johnny, where can we find you on the social medias? Um,
1: I just started a new Instagram called Paisano Props. This is basically me showca- show- showcasing any of the uh, random property work I have done in hand prop making. Uh, I did oh, cool. posters for Halloween this year. Didn't have enough time to finish my proton pack, uh, but I did come up with a couple of other things. So uh, check out Asana Props. Check out uh, Diz Dudes. It's a uh, Facebook Live event I've created with a couple of friends. Uh, who are just who have great chemistry it's a lot of fun it's a it's it's an examination in masculinity because usually uh disney in uh from a i guess grander standpoint is usually more associated with uh princesses and children whereas uh full grown adult males are kind of probably looked at with a sideways glance uh Mm. for loving disney movies and this is an examination of that because it's just fun dudes talking about disney stuff
0: oh that's awesome
2: all right, and Cameron. Uh you can find me at Cameron Dexter everywhere.
0: And I'm at Lorda for everywhere. And the podcast is at Tim Talk Pod also everywhere. Mm-hmm. And uh we'll be back next week for Feet of Clay, parts yep. one and two. Mm-hmm. And uh I think it's about it. So Johnny, thank you so much for coming back.
1: Thank you, Johnny uh at Paisano Guy. Briantes. Briantes, yeah. I'm so glad I had that right. You have it right. I'm just yeah. too
2: lazy. So glad I never tried. Yeah. Oh.
1: And uh, I'm not going to judge anybody. You do yeah. it right, good job for you, yeah. and you don't yeah. care. It's all good, too. So
2: yeah. Thank you so much, everybody. All right, thanks, everyone. Have a good guys.